You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Welcome to another episode of Untapped Keg. Here with uh, this is RJ Zimmerman. Here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How you doing, friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, it's you know, in the grand scheme of things, I'm doing, I'm doing very. I'm doing, I'm doing well. But uh, you know, I uh, kind of hit you up yesterday about some things I wanted to chat about. Get to get some things off my chest, man. And uh, you know, we're we're gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I thought, I th- I thought that the people I've been there not to the same degree, but I think other people can are definitely going to be able to relate to what you want to get to. So yeah, man. It's uh, first off, yeah. I, I mean, I <laughs> you know I'm here doing you know this thing at the hotel and stuff, and uh, you know I just kind of. You know how it happens, man. Things just hit you at random times, and this one just kind of came on to me like uh, at a random time, and kind of just consumed all my feelings or what have you, and and I kind of just blew you up about it. Um, but you know, man, it's just uh, you know it's really been eating at me, um, and and I want to start off by saying, you know, I don't want for people to feel sorry for me. That's not the route that I um, chose. You know, after um, the the mistake that I made, it's most definitely not the route that I even thought about choosing because uh, I take full ownership of my past, uh, my troubling past, I should say. Yeah. uh, One thing I want to make clear here, too, is neither of us really want anybody to feel sorry for us. We're just looking for understanding so that other people can understand and maybe it'll help them. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Good that you mentioned that because yeah, that's the thing. I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me or to think that you know he wants the you know sympathy or anything along those lines because that's not the truth. But it's you know it's just been eating at me, man. It, it hurts. You know I've I've been making such great strides mentally, emotionally, physically, um, and uh, just spiritually. Um, you know from 2016 when I sat in the jail cell, um, and you know just going through therapy, obviously being four years sober. Um, doing all the things I needed to do to, you know, better myself, um, my soul, have a greater relationship with my son, um, putting the past to rest and understanding that, you know, everyone should be given a second chance. Um, but you still get, I still get those days, man, where, <clears throat> you know, I see stuff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always reminded of my past, um, and it, and it hurts, man. It really does. It does because, you know, I'll go 10, 11, 12, 13 days of, you know, doing something every single day to better my future, better my son's future, my family's, whatever, just to, you know, just to create a better, you know, future for everybody around me, myself, whatever. Um, but then, you know, I'll get this one guy, one woman or whatever, That'll just always bring up my past and try to put me down for it. And, um, you know, I just, just, yeah, I guess yesterday it really just hit me, man. Just realizing that that's going to be, that's how it's going to be for the rest of my life. Um, 
you know, for the rest of my life, that's what's going to happen. I'm always going to be reminded of, you know, my dirty laundry. And uh, a lot of people don't understand that uh, being in the public eye and it's, it's tough. It's tough to deal with. I always feel like I kind of, you know, vented to you yesterday about this. I always feel like I, you know, when I meet someone new, I have to go the extra mile just to make a, you know, a good first impression um, because obviously they already know about my dirty laundry. So I kind of feel like I always got to take that extra step or go that extra mile or do that extra deed in order for them to, you know, be like, you know what, this guy has changed. This guy is different. This guy, you know, isn't the POS, you know, that he was when he was an alcoholic. <laughs> um, and I just get tired. I get tired. That's guess what I'm going to come down to. I just get tired of it. Um, but I need to also remind myself, you know, that we tend to focus more on the negatives. You know, I'll scroll past 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, great comments, people reaching out to me with messages saying they respect the hell out of me for what I'm doing now with helping other people to get sober. But then I'll catch that one message and I'll really focus on that one message. Um, so I just yeah, gotta, I understand that. I, yeah. You know, going quick to, uh, <clears throat> I guess, being defensive. It just, yeah, it's, it's hard to handle praise. Uh, this is something mm. that, you know, Ashley kind of chides me for is I have problems taking compliments. Not that this is the same thing, but just going into like dwelling on the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have troubles taking compliments. So for like a couple of years, she kind of never gave me a compliment because I don't take them very well. So she's just not gonna, not gonna, not gonna give them right. Like yeah. Yeah. you tell me something negative. I, so I think here's where it comes from. Uh, not all of it, but thinking about myself, never thinking that something can be perfect, but trying to strive for perfection. Mm-hmm. Like deep, mm-hmm. I know nothing can be perfect, but I'm trying to make everything perfect as perfect right. as I can. So when you know that something is good, but it's not perfect, you're going to focus on that negativity and be like, darn it, I really should have done that better. I should have, you know, that was stupid. I could have done this. I could have done that. I don't know. I think that's part of it. And I know that you're similar. You have that similar mindset. Yeah, Um, that's that's very, very true. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, that's something, like, you know, trying to find the positive and stuff. That's something that I think both of us need to do a better job of is accepting the praise and yeah. maybe engaging, engaging with positivity that's out there too. So true. That's so true. And that's, that's what it really boils you know down to is, you know, I'll have, you know, like I said, I inbox is full of, of great messages, inspiring messages, people who I have inspired, but then, you know, I'll catch a few that, you know, really just get under my skin and, uh, you know, I just can't let that happen. I can't let that happen, but at least like, man, I, it was, it felt good to really vent to you about it. Um, Because obviously, you know, you've been in my life, uh, obviously with dating my sister since, what, 2010. So you've seen it. You've seen it all. And uh, just having to, I guess, feeling as if I have to constantly explain my story to new people is what eats at me. But I think 
that's just my point of view. That's just my perspective when it's probably not the right one. Um, a good friend of mine told me um, about three months ago, two months ago, he said, you shouldn't feel as if you have to because everyone doesn't have a perfect past. Um, and that shouldn't be an obligation to you. You shouldn't feel as if you have to constantly defend it or, 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 or prove that you've changed. Um, just do it for yourself. And, uh, I guess all in all, what I'm getting down to is you're right. I mean, I, I, I don't have a perfect pass. I wish it was perfect. It's good, but <laughs> I just, damn, I wish it was perfect. I know. And yeah, it's <laughs> when alcohol can take, 30 seconds and just shatter everything you worked so hard to build. And, yeah. Um, you know, and that's, I'm lucky, like, my, the stuff that I'm extremely embarrassed about, nobody knows about. So, mm-hmm. you know, you were in the spotlight. You're, you, unfortunately, a lot of people know kind of right. and can bring that up. When I go back home to a small town, uh, in my heavy drinking days, like a lot of it was done in my hometown with a lot of different people. I'm embarrassed by my actions. I hate Mm -hmm. going to honestly any place except for my parents' house. And then where we usually have breakfast. Those are the only two places I feel comfortable going to. And even then at the breakfast place, I still, I get really anxious. I kind of get nervous that somebody's going to walk in that, uh, remind me of some of the stuff that um embarrassing stuff and stuff that i'm really not proud of uh that i did so you know i i get it um to that degree but yeah yeah, i I don't know like even having strangers people i've never met knowing my story that would be that would get to me a little bit yeah man it <clears throat> yeah, and that's why I don't I don't I most definitely don't want to minimize you know your situation that you just explained or anyone else listening who you know obviously um have made mistakes in the past who aren't on you know that aren't under the public eye um it's it's all the same in a, in a, in a sense it is in the same um you know but just uh, just having that understanding kind of like how you just explained at the beginning RJ having that understanding like damn I'm trying God dang, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really trying. I advocate against it now. I, I've, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's, you know, what more would you want for someone to do who made a mistake like that? Uh, I got sober. I even went to a domestic abuse inter- interventions, listened to a domestic abuse survivor with my name tag on my chest in Madison. You want to talk about sweating bullets? Whew. was I nervous walking in there? Um, I mean, you I did time. Yeah, did time. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, and yeah, here's the thing. Again, like we said at the beginning, please don't take this as I want you guys to feel sorry for me, but, you know, I just got to focus on the bigger picture. Whereas so, so, I'm doing yeah, it for myself, definitely. Doing it for myself, my son, and keep pushing forward. And that's why I'm glad this is a healthy outlet, man. Oh, <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's it's helped me out a lot too. Um, yeah, I, it's one of those things too. When I feel like for myself too, the further you get away from it, 
um, you know, the, the longer that you're sober, the longer that you can kind of think about the things, maybe it'll get easier. Maybe it'll get easier to, uh, try and be that positive source for people trying to, um, understand that people need, people need to lash out at others to make themselves feel good. Right. Sometimes people who aren't okay with their own feelings, who need to understand why they feel the way that they feel, why they're so angry. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of that can come at us and especially you. I mean, Mm -hmm. you were, people feel so good when somebody on a pedestal falls so far and you didn't put yourself on the pedestal. They put you on a pedestal, but that doesn't stop them from trying to demean somebody else. Right. And And, again, it's, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it stinks when you have people that that's the only way they can find joy is by demeaning other people. Mm. And those people do Mm. exist. Internet trolls, man. Oh, (laughs) not just that, but real life, like, you know, people who are anonymous, whatever, you know, people, people do what people do, but, and if we're, we can be the source of positivity, uh, and sometimes it takes a lot of doing, uh, at least we're trying to make a, an area, a space where people can feel good about themselves, try to move mm-hmm. forward because mm-hmm. boy, it's easy to look back, but looking forward when you can't see very well, because nobody knows what's going to happen in a few mm-hmm. hours, let alone a few days, uh, that can be tough. Very tough. Very tough. Great point too. Great point. That's how it was for me. So yeah, just to end this, this topic. Yeah. That's just what, why it all came down on me is cause I think it just, I was sitting there, you know, I'm 29 years old and I was like 20 years from now when I'm, when I'm touching on 50, someone's still going to bring this up <laughs> 50 years from now. Someone's still going to bring this up. I was like, damn, that sucks. I mean, it's like, I, I, uh, the world is full of a lot of hypocrites. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. I don't know how many people out there, especially the <laughs> ones who are quick to put others down, have skeletons in their closet that would be way worse um, that nobody knows about because they're anonymous. So yep. that <clears throat> absolutely be, being in a in a small town like I was, a small Wisconsin town, everybody knew everybody. I went to, I graduated with, I would probably say three quarters of the people I went to kindergarten with. No joke. <laughs> it, it's probably more, a higher percentage than that. I could go through the kindergarten pictures, all the classes, and I bet you the percentage is probably closer to 90%. Jeez. So everybody knew everything. Uh, everybody was kind of going through similar stuff and then. You know, you're coming back from college, everybody's cutting loose. Uh, I obviously couldn't handle it as well as other people drinking pretty much. God, there was some, we drank every night some weeks. Um, it was so cheap, so cheap. You spend 20 bucks mm-hmm. and 
man, you had the right bartender to get some free stuff, dude. You'd have a good night. And yeah, just everybody, it's kind of, yeah, everybody kind of knows embarrassing stuff that you did, stuff that you don't, you aren't proud of, stuff that you wish, I don't even know. I And I don't even know if I'm making a bigger deal about it just because I hold myself to such high standards. And even then, do I really? Because when I was drunk, you know, like I hit on my friend's wife one time. Uh, Dude brought me home when I was drunk and let me crash on his couch. And I hit on his wife. And I woke up and I was like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't I don't know what, what is wrong with me. I don't know why I would do that. Like, you know, stuff like that. Why, yeah. why would I do something like that? Exactly. It makes zero sense. Zero. There, you know, zero. one time in college, I remember, uh, I woke up the next morning and I was feeling pretty good. And I was like, hey, you know, you guys have fun last night. They're like, no. I'm like, really? Why not? Like, I feel like I had a pretty decent time. They're like, yeah, I bet you did. I'm like, uh, okay. They're like, we had to take care of you. Jeez. I'm like, well, I got that drunk. They're like, no, you were grabbing random girls asses walking around. Mm-hmm. I'm like what? I almost, I mean, I started crying. I'm like, why would I do something like that? Exactly. They're like, I don't know. I don't know what got into you, but uh, that was the first time I'd ever seen it. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know what it was that came out. You were the last person on this planet I could see doing that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know. It was alcohol. And (laughs) yeah, that, that was when I knew I had a, a problem. When I heard mm-hmm. that story, and then it's, uh, yeah, I, re- I remember another time in college. Uh, I went home with this chick, and we get there, and her friends are like, "Wait, you need to stay here for a second. And I'm like, "Okay." We get out. Hey, she has a boyfriend. I'm like, "Oh, really? I didn't know that." They're like, "Yeah, we'll just take you to your house." I'm like, "Cool." And then that was it. And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, that was before all this other stuff started like that's what i would have done but Absolutely. i don't i don't know i obviously i was not a good person when i got drunk and well, I mean, that's still just... stuff that i dwell on a little bit too right right i mean it's obviously acting uncharacteristically are some of the things that we do when we are under the influence. So my phone's ringing right now. I'm most definitely not answering that. <laughs> the life of being on call. Now you know how. Life of being on call. Now you know how to a degree what it's like <laughs> when I, my phone goes off. Yep. I'm not answering that one. Dude, that one summer, every weekend, my phone went off at least twice. At least. It was, oh, that was rough. But yeah, I mean. 
So here's my question about those stories that I just told. How can I accept that about myself? Right. I mean, just thinking about it, like, you know, this is where the AA kind of the 12 steps come in. And I think they work so well Mm -hmm. when you get to acceptance. Obviously, we're going to dwell on the mistakes we made because we're acknowledging that we made mistakes. Um. You know, they're bad, I think, on both sides. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, that's just that's just how it, you know, for me, it's it's that dwelling on the mistakes is just what hit me yesterday. And I just got to remind myself, you know, I'm feeling a lot better today. I felt better after I texted you. I feel better today when I woke up um, because I just reminded myself, like, look, I mean, it's it's. You know, if I allow for myself to continue to get down from reading those messages or people saying some things to me, then, you know, what am I doing all this for then? You know, it's kind of that you know, that phrase, you know, you wrestle with the pig, you know, you both get muddy, the pig is happy. Um, and it's it's kind of that thing where it's like, you know, don't get down to their level um, because everyone has mistakes. Just don't judge mine. Um you know, while you can, while you have the ability to sweep yours under the rug, um, so it, it's it's kind of that thing where just keep focusing forward, man. This is for the both of us. You obviously got a beautiful wife, you got beautiful children. Um, I got a beautiful son, um, and we are sober. We're happy. We're young. You know, I mean, we got a lot of years to live, a lot. So here's something that I just thought about too when you were talking about that because I really like what you said there. Um, do you think that this is our way of punishing ourselves? Like when we're feeling, we're starting to feel good about ourselves, starting to feel good about the way things are going. Do you think our mind subconsciously brings up these things to be like, okay, you're not as good as you think you are. So let's remind you of that. Hmm. Because I'll just be driving and then randomly some stuff that I'll remember stories people tell me and try to see myself in that situation. It's like, well, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I just cry. Like, why would I do something like that? Why would I, why would I be a person that I don't believe myself to be? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, maybe possibly our subconscious, um, I guess that's a definition or not the definition, of course, but, you know, um, metaphorically speaking, you know, that's our, it's our demons, our demons coming back to haunt us. Yep. Um, and that's just, that's just my, you know, my answer to it. You know, yesterday my demon, um, came back to haunt me and, and I'll be honest, you know, when, when, when it does, you know, I do get that feeling of, you know, I, I get super down and then I get that feeling of, you know, that thought of, you know, why the hell am I doing all this? Then if that's always going to be what people talk about, you know, why did I stop drinking? You know, what's the point now? You know, that's just that cycle that that's just how it works. And I'm glad that I'm able to obviously vent about it and recognize it. Um, and so it's it's that's just what it is, man. And I, and I bet you you've had the same experiences. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I know that 
when I'm drunk is the only time I'm that person. So, you know, if that person is in there, you know, inside me, comes out when I'm drunk, blackout drunk, you know, what, how, how, it's like, you know, is that, that's got, that's a part of me. That's a part of me. Is that, Mm -hmm. you know, I, that's not just the alcohol. That means there's something not good in me and I want to see myself as a good person. So what does that make me as a person? You know, that, that makes that makes it tough to think about sometimes. So, absolutely. It does. It so, does. Sometimes you just want to you want to forget. And the easiest way to forget is that ten dollar one seven five of vodka <laughs> mixed with a little bit of Yo, lemonade, orange juice, Mountain Dew, what have you. Some ice ice cubes in that bad boy. Yo, that is a great point that you made right there. That's that is it right there. That's the feeling I felt yesterday. Is why. It, that's that's hmm. I'm just it's kind of a aha moment right here. You know that feeling is what you know the old me try to run away from, or it, it's it's in by by using um, yeah. by being alcohol. Um, but now having this healthy outlet, oh, that's awesome! Quite the aha moment, man. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. It's it's, it's nice sweet. that we can just talk through things too. You know, just bouncing stuff off of each other, having this, mm-hmm. and then being some similar to uh similar situations that right yeah like it just reminds me of when we went golfing uh just you and me the that couple times like three three four times we went we just had these serious conversations it just felt mm-hmm. nice because somebody there to connect to that we could talk it through and be like oh that's such a good point I never thought about it right. from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, we we gave people kind of an insight, uh, gave them a little bit of uh, something, something to think about if they're yeah. if they are sober, if they're going sober. I mean, one thing to keep in mind too is it's not going to be a snap of the fingers. Nothing in real life ever is a snap of the fingers. Hmm. Just day by day. Takes time. Hour by hour. Takes time. It adds up. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, man. That 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 was good. That was good. Weight off my shoulders, hopefully. Hopefully for you as well. Uh definitely. But let's let's get to let's get to let's get to what you wanted so, to chat about. What what the hell is going on? Speaking of healthy outlets. And something that I've discovered that I really enjoy doing that I would have never thought for about two years now is cooking. So when I cook a a dinner that's relatively healthy, generally, uh, from scratch, and it gets done and it tastes good, and my wife goes for seconds... That makes me, that's a feeling that I haven't felt since probably sports, to be honest. It's so, it's so easy. Well, not, not always easy, but it's not like it takes an hour to cook every single night. So, uh, I, when I first started, it took me a long time. So one thing I did 
when my oldest was born, I knew that things were going to be chaotic. So I ordered Blue Apron, that meal service for two people. Uh, and then we get three meals at a time. And they send you all the ingredients, like all measured out. So you just, and then they walk you through the steps. It's basically, it's lo- it's a cookbook. But the thing that's the most convenient is they send you all the ingredients that are already measured out. Right. And that first meal I cooked was a shrimp pasta. And I couldn't believe that I cooked it. And Ashley looked at me like, who the heck are you? And how did you make this? <laughs> And I've actually made that same recipe probably three times. It it wasn't that hard. I think it took me like 45 minutes. Now it takes me a half hour, sometimes less, to make it. Mm-hmm. But, man, when, when you make food that tastes like it could have come from a restaurant, that that is a good feeling for me. That's a It's a healthy outlet. The only thing that stinks is the dishes. Other than mm-hmm. that... <laughs> Yeah, it's that's something that I found that I enjoy that I would have never thought. So, is there anything I mean, that you know you've kind of discovered that you enjoy that you would have never thought? Right. I mean, I kind of wish that I, I really, really wish that I, you know, had as much excitement as you do. Um, you know, when it comes to cooking, I, I just don't have the patience, um, and I think that's just something I got to learn having the patience. Uh, and the appreciation, you know, obviously of going and picking out the food, you know, from the grocery store and, and, and cooking it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've cooked before, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, just different when you're really grabbing good. the fresh vegetables compared to the box of hamburger helper. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, other than obviously this podcast, um, you know, man, for me, it's, you know, I've always enjoyed, um, reading, but I've really started to pick it up a lot now. Um, and I've had this book, you know, I've had this book for, for, for a while now, uh, I guess since 2017. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet Chris Gardner, um, you know, the uh, subject of the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. I was fortunate enough to meet him oh, in Milwaukee. I didn't know that. We, we were doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a picture of it. We were doing an event t- together um, and we both were speaking at the event and he, uh, he had his books there. Of course, he gave it to the youth, signed it and all that stuff. And I pulled him to the side and I talked to him. And, you know, he was telling me, you know, the movie, you know, with Will and Jaden, Jaden is like six or something in the movie. But in real life, his son was 18 months old, you know, while he was going through. Oh, all wow. That. Yeah. Wow. Sleeping in the subways and, and all that stuff. And yeah. At 18 months old. So it's uh, for me, it's, you know, I've been reading that book. Um, I've really been reading that book and that, that's, that's something that has really been helping me out as well. Uh, just the pursuit, um, you know, towards happiness, whatever that happiness may be. And just obviously reading a very inspirational story like that and, and reading the book that he handed me and signed for me, um, is, uh, you know, it being my favorite movie of all time and then meeting him and now reading the actual book is, Something that I think once I finish it is really going to, I guess, propel me um, forward. Um, and it's just a very, very healthy outlet for me um, is, is, is reading is, is not just like, 
you know, reading sci-fi books, you know what I mean? Not reading a Harry Potter book or something like that, but I'm really getting into reading, I guess in a sense, self-help books. So like nonfiction, um, true mm-hmm. stories, yeah, people that have pulled themselves true stories. up. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I've been doing. Um, man, I wish, I wish, like I said, I wish I was as excited about cooking <laughs> so I could stop uh, eating like a college student. Well, that's but, the uh, thing is I was 30, <laughs> 31, 31. So <laughs> it took me a long time too. And I started small. So I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm glad that you're, no, yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you found that found that passion in books for sure, especially nonfiction. Yeah, I didn't tell you. Right. I thought you knew that. I didn't tell you that we were at an event together in, in Milwaukee. You honestly, you probably mm. did, and uh, I just yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a picture, but but yeah, man, it's so cooking and reading. I mean, those are cooking, reading, and talking. Um, is as cliche as it all may sound, it's like you said, the older, you know, that we're getting, it's like, man, these, these things really help, really, really help. Um, they really do. And I hope that we're helping other people. Finding something that when you're all done and maybe while, while it's going on, it might not feel, might feel like a chore a little bit, but at the, when you're done with it, like, you know, you get done reading a chapter, you get done, I get done cooking and I taste it. Uh, you really are like, wow, that was, that was really worth it. And it kind of reminds you the journey you're on every day is not going to feel, it's going to, some days are going to feel like a chore. Some days it's going to be easy. Uh, you know, an hour might feel like an eternity, but the end of the day, you can look back and be like, yeah, I really did something there. I got through it. So just yeah, I mean, it, and it's yeah. Sorry, no, sorry to cut you off. You were gonna say what? And just no, I I was done. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I really like how we're kind of steering this this episode here. It's more of a I'm kind of really getting like a round table talk or a red table talk, kind of like uh, the Smiths do, um, Jada. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Ashley made me watch one. Yeah. Talking about uh, Jada and um, Jada and uh, Willow. Well, Will's marriage, like when they were kind of rocky. Yeah. Yeah. And they got real. You know, some people. Yeah. And it's, I'm glad that we're doing this. I'm glad that we have people tuning in who may need to connect with some of the stuff that we're explaining and understand that, you know, you guys are not alone. Um, you know, from somebody who's played professionally in the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, mental health <laughs> does not discriminate. And, uh, and, you know, and somebody who is a family man, you know, working as a lineman, um, like you said, mental health does not discriminate. It's, we all need to find a healthy outlet. Especially right now, you can't go out and do something as physical as you used Ugh. to 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 get through it. You gotta be creative to yeah. figure out what your what your mind needs. Speaking of that, how political are you trying to get right now? After last episode, 
I'm trying to cut back on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, Because uh, obviously, yeah, there's some stuff going on in Wisconsin right now with the Supreme Court and, uh, you know, Tony Evers lawsuit, all that jazz. But, you know, we'll we'll save that. We'll we'll, we'll save that. (laughs) We'll table it. Table it for next week. (laughs) Yeah. So what you been watching, man? So, Ashley and I just finished Watchmen on HBO. Uh, That wrapped up really, really nicely. Um, I know it's a show that's not getting a second season, at least right now. They said they don't, they told the story that they were looking to tell. And they don't have one for a second season, so they're just going to walk away from it for now. Uh. I really enjoyed it. I really like the world of the Watchmen. Um, and it's based more off the comic book than it is the movie. But obviously there's mm-hmm. some similarities in there between the movie and the book, but there were some differences too. Um, we're, That's that show, right? With the, that, the yep, blue guy or yep, whatever. The blue naked blue guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's I mean it's like <laughs> the the there's heroes, they don't really have superpowers except for the blue guy, Dr. Manhattan. Um and they're like true vigilantes. They like it's brutal what they do. And I read the graphic novel because I like the movie a lot. And the graphic novel is even more brutal. It's it's really good though. I really enjoyed Mm-hmm. I, yeah, everything about it I've enjoyed. It um, so that's an HBO show. Then we started Westworld, and mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes. We so we started it before my oldest was born, and then for some reason we stopped. And I can't remember exactly what those reasons were. I think it was because we moved from the west side to the east side, and all that chaos. And then we had the oldest and. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's tough to find a, an hour to be able to watch a show and pay attention like you need to, right. uh, with exactly. little kids. Gosh, that show is good. We're still in the first season. We're actually on the season finale, finally, of the first season. Man, that's a good show. And I know that there's three seasons, so I think we might watch all of them. But yeah, those are two, two shows that we just kind of are getting along in. What about you? You got anything you've been watching? No, I've been super, super busy, man. Very, very busy with with all this uh, TV shows. I guess. I mean, I, 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 I'm only on episode two, and it's been a week. Uh, it's how busy <laughs> season one, episode two of this show. It's how busy I've been with the stuff I'm doing here. But uh, um, money heist, money heist. I've been watching. It's. Uh, not really sure which language it's in, but you know, you got to, uh, you actually don't actually have to read the subtitles. Their words don't match up to the English, uh, that they're speaking, but the English that is the, the English audio is the actual actor and actress's voice. Interesting. Um, so it's not as, yeah, it's not as off. Um, but yeah, this show is pretty cool. Pretty cool show. Just, uh, you know, obviously a bank, um, stand up. 
um, hostage situation, what have you. I'm only two episodes in, so I mean, I don't really know much yet, but it's been obviously grabbing my attention and kind of allowing for me to escape for, for a bit, um, and dive into the show. But, uh, but that's about it, man. But you're missing something, man. You're missing the show that you wanted to chat about. And I, and I, and I, and I, I haven't watched it yet, but you, you got to speak on it. I am. <laughs> yeah. I it honestly is it going yeah. in your head right now? The last dance, oh, man. It's a good thing you said that. <laughs> you you want to talk about good mental health? Good mental health is watching the last dance and that nostalgia it brings. This show, so it's a documentary about the ninety seven ninety eight Chicago Bulls, uh, which is their last. Their their last championship would be the the sixth championship that MJ and Pippen and Rodman won, and Phil, I guess, because Phil, MJ and Pippen were the they were the constant for all six. But mm-hmm. dude, I started watching it, and I'm like, wow, this is this is really good. And then uh, next thing I know, it's over, and I'm like, already what? And they're an hour long. There's commercials. But it's a deep dive. I, I'm, MJ is not holding back. I mean, if you remember his Hall of Fame speech, he does not care about your feelings. He's going to tell you what he thinks. It, oh, Seriously. man. Like he, he, cause I, I, cause here's my thing. You know, I'm obviously reading comments about it, tweets about it, Facebook posts, et cetera, about it. And obviously, you know, everyone's saying it's phenomenal. It's great. You know, obviously it's, it's, you know, the greatest you know, depiction or illustration of a sports team championship team ever. Um, and it's like, you know, what, what, I guess I haven't ran to watch it yet because, you know, it's, I already know it, but I guess that, you know, that he's spilling more beans that people don't oh, know. Oh yeah. About, he's huh? dropping, he's dropping a lot. Like this is like legit in the locker room, like talking about the, the general manager, and like the team, nobody on the team liked the general manager. The general manager didn't like anybody on the team. Uh, they are holding nothing back, literally nothing. And then one thing that they're doing, which I'm really glad they're doing, is they're going back and showing like the beginning of Michael's career. Uh, they're showing showing Michael's college years, which. That was before I was born, so I didn't know anything about it really. I knew he hit that that shot in the championship, but I didn't the national championship when he was a freshman. I didn't know that uh, how good he was in college, right? Um, and then how good he was as a rookie, and the beginning of his career, how how good he was against the best teams. But it's <laughs> this show. I I watched all four episodes in one night. I just I couldn't stop. It was midnight, got done. I'm like, I really want to watch some more. This is, this. it's <laughs> so, so good. So there's only four I episodes? I had no idea it was going to be that good. There's only four episodes right now. Uh, they air on Sundays, two four, episodes four? a okay. night. And then there's going to be, uh, okay. what is it? There 10. I think there's 10 episodes total. So, oh, yes, wow. it's... So I can I can I can start binging oh, right yeah. now. It's I I I thought it was gonna be good. I thought I was gonna enjoy it. 
I did not expect it to be this good. And then you watch some of the old clips and stuff and you're like, wow, I forgot how good Michael was. Like he really is the Mm -hmm. greatest to ever play. Hands down. You look at (laughs) what he did and then his evolution as a player, which they don't really, they haven't gotten into yet. I have a feeling that they will. Um, And you hear one cool thing is they have Chicago beat writers at the time talking about things that were going on. Uh, They had the old GM on who, who uh, drafted Michael and then got ousted for the general manager that ended up putting the championship team together. Uh, They go into Pippen's origin story. They go into Rodman's origin story, like, you know, going to their college years, them growing up. That was really cool because I didn't know that. Uh, I I completely forgot that Pippen got done in the streets with his contract. Uh, he's he legit <laughs> had one of the worst contracts in sports history. Period. I saw people, you know, speaking on that on social media, just comparing, you know, the amount that he made to maybe the. 10th best running back in the NFL or something like that. He, uh, <laughs> he was 122nd highest paid player in the NBA in the 97-98 season. Real. And they wouldn't Yeah, that it I you know Jerry Reinsdorf he did a lot to keep that team together those championship runs which why those Bulls are so special why MJ is so special there. You know, they, they had the, mm-hmm. the three in a row. MJ took that year and a half off, came back, right, right. won another three back. in a row. So he arguably probably, you know, they could have won seven. Eight, because it was two years. He came back at the end oh, of that yeah, one right, season, right. and they didn't win it. That's right. <sighs> yeah, man. That's all, so I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to check it out. It's it's I got to I gotta see Michael Jordan. Um, you know, because I'm, you know, I was, I'm born in 1990. I, 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 you know, I was six, seven, eight at this time, so I can't really say like I watched it. I remember my parents in the basement screaming and cheering with my uncles and stuff, but I don't really, you know, remember. Right. Um, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check this out, and and then obviously seeing those clips, and then seeing MJ now speaking back on it and are there some clips of Dennis Rodman now yep, speaking they back have on? uh they have all the honestly they have just about everybody from that team that okay. they'll talk to so cool. that's and then they've had like uh Horace Grant who was a part of the first the first mm-hmm. three it I gotta it, hear this man Rodman <laughs> Rod, Rodman is uh Rodman to put it that way oh yeah he oh, does yeah. not look great taking 48 hour break 48-hour break in Vegas uh, to party. Yeah, and except it ended up being like <laughs> 70. It was something like that. That that part was funny. Check it out. Like, I, in you listen to MJ talk, especially in the interviews, like when he was playing. And because, you know, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Kobe patterned his game after MJ. He patterned his speech after MJ, you know, Basically, Kobe Bryant tried to be MJ, but you listen to mm. MJ talk to the media, and then you could 
lay over a Kobe Bryant talk to the media and you would not be able to tell who who it is. Like it's Dang. for real. Like MJ's talking and I can see Kobe Bryant's face. It is crazy. Jeez. It that blew my mind. I mean I mean they moved the same on yes. the court. Same fadeaway shot. Same like oh yeah, they they explosiveness to the to the paint. Yeah, it was you know, rest in peace for sure to Kobe. But it's I gotta check it out, man. I'm gonna I'll probably I'll probably watch, you know what is it on ESPN. So they have Okay. What air they have it airing at the same time on ESPN and ESPN two. ESPN is uncensored. Okay. They say everything. They I mean it is oh, yeah. they yeah. do not hold back. ESPN two is yeah, censored. Watch that one. So I if you're watching it with kids, you know, make the decision that's best for you. <laughs> but I'll have um, to check it out then. Uh, excited. Yeah. Yeah, I think ESPN plus you could probably watch it too if you don't have cable. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be on streaming sites, but this is something that yeah, I yeah, highly yeah. recommend because it's my one of my best friends growing up. He was a Bulls fan, so um, you know I, I was I didn't really care about the NBA then, so I was cheering for them for him. But uh, yeah, it just it brings back those memories too. Being God sixth grade, I think fifth sixth grade when this was happening gosh that's so right so cool i mean that's that's it's kind of one of those things now fast forwarding you know from obviously in sixth grade to now it's you know i can't wait um you know 10 years down the road now when my son is older and you know i'm chatting with him about um you know the patriots and just their their dynasty their run for the championships obviously different sport but you know, it's still glad to be able to live through it and watch it, experience it, because um, it's in the history books. The only thing is, the uh, the Bulls didn't cheat to get any of their championships. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting. You know, they for didn't it. deflate any balls or uh, steal any <laughs> videotape the side other sidelines oh. to get their their plays. I was waiting for it. I had to just say, because obviously you are a diehard Packers fan and, you know, enjoy this last year uh, with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Well, his contract um, says he'll be here for three years, so. Yeah, I doubt it. I, so. uh, <laughs> dude, I'm not going to get into it because it's bringing me down. So <laughs> maybe they'll play football this year. We don't know. Maybe no one really knows. Uh, I tell you one thing: if they don't, we need to. Uh, man, man, man! People are already rioting, uh, or well, not really rioting. Kind of, kind of are rioting in Michigan, right? And it's like, gosh, you take football away from them, then Lord, my Ooh, goodness, child. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be something. Well, that's here so, there. Uh, you've been playing there. any video games recently? Mm, I know, I know. I did tell you. I did tell you that I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really. I'm actually really going to. I'm not just gonna get you to say it. I'm really gonna get back and and I'm gonna beat the video game The Last of Us. Uh, I've been very busy, busy with work, but uh, playing a little bit of Call of Duty. Actually, not playing a lot, but I'm kind of. I'm kind of tired of Warzone now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this um, weekend has been putting me off on that. 
hard. Uh, yeah. I don't like their last yeah. update. It just doesn't feel. Yeah. Yo, it it the feels audio. different. To me, the audio has always been broken. Like, because you guys, because at least when you play with your friends, you know, you guys are not cross-platform. You guys just hop into an actual private chat. But I play, a majority of my friends from high school are Xbox. Okay. And so we, yeah, so when we are in the lobby, cool, we can chat. We go into the game, two minutes in, you know, we're chatting. But once it gets to like two and a half, three minutes, comms are cut off. Straight Bill Belichick, Patriots. Comms are shut down. We cannot speak. Why? And it, And obviously- we, we, so everyone was complaining about it on Twitter and stuff. It's it's the cross platform. They they messed up. There's a bug. They got to fix it. But it's really really ruining the experience. Yeah, you can still yeah you can still communicate. You know, with pinging stuff and and all that. But you know, majority of you know of fun with online play is audio. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, when you're driving a vehicle with everybody in it, and you're just laughing because you right. took this jump of like you went like a hundred feet. <laughs> right 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 and it's so they really they really messed it up big time and i'm just like well this is trash they, there's a lot of bugs going on right now because uh playing this weekend like the challenges weren't counting and then last night i got zero challenges uh so i couldn't do anything to try and level up um it just, just yeah i think i think working from home trying to push this update just pride yeah create a little bit more bugs than and, they were expecting and we're spoiled too for sure so. i mean there's a there's a lot of games a lot of games you can play <laughs> it's first world problems for sure so yeah what i'll do is i'll i i got some free time today i'm gonna re-download last of us uh, you didn't even download it yet i thought you said you were gonna download it so at least it was ready no I'll do uh, it right now, right after this. I'll do it, re-download it. It shouldn't take so long. So um, you're stuck on this no. one part you've been stuck on for a while. And this is this stuck. is not just my opinion. This is a lot of people's, uh, it's a consensus that this game is one of the best video games of all time. It ranks on the list. Unreal. And uh, so what I did is I looked up youtube walkthroughs of the part you're stuck at and i sent them to you to try to get help you get your way through this yep i got them <laughs> i got them yeah i mean i i here's what i'm gonna do is i'm not gonna watch the walkthroughs yet i'm gonna i'm just gonna get back to it and i'm gonna play it obviously i don't want to cheat my way through it i want to defeat it on my own this this, this walkthrough is not cheating um i mean i i gotta find this key card and i want to find it on my own uh, in the in the hospital, you have so the key card already. I'll, I'll figure you just it. Just gotta out. start the generator. I thought. No, it's uh, it's. Oh yeah, it's been a while. I think maybe I got to start the generator and, and find the zombie or whatever that has the key card nope. and kill nope. him and get it. Or I gotta so okay, so already have it. I'm pretty sure what it is is you find the okay. key card and then they say, "Oh, you gotta start the generator to get the door open." You start the generator. This okay. isn't spoilers because we're being vague, I would say. And this game is like five. No, this game's like closing in on 10 years old, I think. Jesus. Right. I, I cannot believe that. Uh, yeah. So you, you start the generator and the zombies rush you and then you got to get to the door that the key card, key card can operate. 
one thing I'll suggest to you to help you out, explore the area, get the layout before you start that generator. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, have not done that yet. I just start the generator, then my anxiety shoots through the roof, and then well, I panic. Hell, and then I, yeah, that's what that. I, uh, I, that's what I, that game uh, does. Rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> just rage quit and go to FIFA or something, something more relaxing. You know, Speaking of which, relaxing. And- um, there's a game that I just started last night that is free to play for now, and I think it's going to stay free to play. Uh, I think we might have talked about it in earlier episodes, but it's called Dreams on PS4. That game is relaxing. I think you did it mention is, that. Yeah, what? it's beautiful. It's uh, it's really cool. Like the music, it just. I was, you know, last night was it was not a fun night playing Warzone. Like we didn't really have very many moments where we were laughing. Uh, like not right. not a lot of fun stuff happened. I'm telling you, man. Warzone's getting boring. Yeah. Getting so boring. I jumped into this and I played it for about a uh, half hour, 40 minutes before I went to bed. So what it is, is do you know a little big planet from the PS3? Mm, little big. Planet. Was, I don't, okay. I don't so, so basically this game developer makes, uh, they make like little platformer games that are kind of cute, kind of like mascot platformers. Um, mm-hmm. And then they give you creation tools so you can make your own stuff. Well, in like Little Big oh, Planet, yeah. it was you can make platformers. And right. this one, you can make anything. You can make a movie. You can draw. You know, you can make a painting. You can make a sculpture. Uh, you can make your own music. You can make your own voiceover if you want to make your own character that has its own voice. It's yeah, that's the, sick. the stuff that oh, okay. I've seen people making this like so you know somebody recreated that final fantasy 7 demo the remake demo and it looked it looked almost like the real thing um but it comes with its own story that they made using all the creation tools that they give you and that's what i played last night and that it's beautiful it's really cool and it it is serene it it, it's really relaxing it's free to play right now all right, all right. I'll I'll check that out too. Uh, I'll check it out. I, you know, I didn't play a lot of PS3, PS2. Yeah. Um, growing up, um, it was you know the old school Nintendos, um, you know all of them um, <clears throat> that I played. But I'll, I'll I'll have to check I'll have to check it out because I need I need I'm done with Warzone. I've kind of you know ran the wheels off that bad boy and. I haven't played Apex since Warzone. I know. Kind of don't. I, I want to go though. back to Apex because they added duos permanently, and then they put the nice. old map back, back in, so you can rotate nice. both maps now, which is really sweet. We we may have to run that if run that a few times. So, but uh, but yeah, man. And then I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, in like fifteen hours oh, in, yeah. I've only gotten to play a few times because. It, there's a lot of uh, the dialogue that I'm not in there yet where I'm doing a bunch of side missions. It's a lot of the main missions right now. So I don't want like my oldest down here running around while I play uh, so I can hear what's going on. So that game is fun though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's take a step back here. You said you've only, you haven't played, you've only played for a few days or whatever. And, yep. And you're 15 yep. hours in. 
<laughs> playing at, playing at night after they go to bed, so I could play for like three, four hours. I guess. Well, not this Friday, but last Friday, I was able to put in like six. Skip the lunch. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Just keep playing till Ashley says she we have to go do something. We didn't have to go do anything, so I just kept playing. Yep, absolutely. That absolutely. that game is beautiful. That soundtrack is amazing. Uh, I'm enjoying the battle system. There's a lot to learn. 15 hours in, and I'm still learning it. So that's interesting. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get it, but I don't think I'm gonna like it. That's why I said I'll you got to try the demo first. If you if you do not like that demo, right. you're not gonna like the game. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know because I don't want to waste my time. Um, with it, I kind of, I kind of want to get back to the, you know, I have these random <laughs> moods with video games, you know, I, I kind of want to get back to, you know, the open world like Witcher or, or, you know, Elder Scrolls type, type games. You just want to get lost in the world, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Games that I, you know, don't have to chat with anybody. You know, I don't have to be on anyone else's time, yep. you know, but my own. And kind of just, you know, check everything out. I think I'm going to, yeah, figure out which which game I want to get back to. I'll probably get back to The Witcher. Yeah, that is a good world. That's a I, fun I, world. Yeah. Have, did you ever play time. Horizon Zero Dawn? No, I did not. Nope. That's a that's a really fun one, too. I I love that game. That game is great. I know you mentioned that you were going to try God of War. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? That's that's what I'll do. That's the one. The, it, that's uh, semi like open world too. So it's right. But I'm a huge fan of God of War, so I, that's, it's yep, more mature. That's and so I played it before my oldest was born. Ah, well, might have been right after. It had to have been right after because it came it came out the summer after he was born. So I played it. It'll make you a better parent for real. It'll make you think about things. Check it's, it out. Absolutely. Dude, I could not believe the old God of War games, the story was fine, right? Um, Kratos right. was fine as a character. It was pretty much one note. This one takes it to the level of upper echelon. Like now Kratos is a beloved character. And before I would say people are like, oh, he does some cool things, but now like they took someone who's was only angry and that's it and put him through the range of emotions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i could not i was not ready for that game i, I like th- it that it might be my favorite game of all no, time no, like that's what i'm saying i might actually play that one before finishing last i know of us. and i that's i would funny. highly <laughs> recommend finishing the last of us and then playing god of war because mm-hmm. you'll appreciate what God of War did even more by beating Last of Us, I think. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, both those stories are just really, really, really good stories. And then the, you know, the emotions that they make you feel, because that's something that's a big difference between TV shows, movies, and video games, especially single player, is that. The video game can kind of, if you connect with the characters, you can kind of feel what they're going through because you're controlling the actions. So yep. that's what, that's yeah. why I kind of, 
I connect even harder to video games than, and I do, I, I love books and I love TV show. I love movies, but video games are just special. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I, I love them too. I do. I do. Where at? Yo. What's up? This was a good one, man. Yeah, it was. This was a good. This was a really good episode. You said you had a question from a listener. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a question, man. Got a question. Um, so it's uh, you know, this guy um, named Mark. A question from Mark. What's up, Mark? Mark's question. Yeah, what's going on, Mark? Mark, let me pull your question up here. So Mark's question, man, is a really good one. Really good one. He's he asked. What was the breaking point, you know, for the both of us, you know, our own stories, what was the breaking point for getting sober? Like, what was that defi- defining moment um, from really, you know, pretty much pulling the trigger on, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. Um, I can start, man. And for me, it's I kind of feel like we've touched on this already, but uh, for me, it was just. You know, actually, this is a deep one. It's a, it's a deep one. I'm thinking you know, about it. It is. Like, what was it? Is it is very deep? Because for me, it was before <laughs> because there were many... I made the choice. Like I knew I was going to have right. to go sober. And I'm trying to think what made me think that. For me, the I guess it was, you know, obviously my son. Most definitely, but I feel like there's more to it than that. Uh, obviously, I, I I wanted to get sober, wanted to be sober for my child because um, obviously for myself as well. But you know, moving forward, every decision I make is going to directly impact someone else, um, uh, their 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 future, their relationship with me. That being my son, but uh, my defining moment was. You know, stepping outside of the the courtroom after, you know, pleading guilty um, and that judge telling me, you know, you've received trophies and praise, you know, from everybody, you know, across the country. But today, you know, this courtroom, this state is only giving you or or is experiencing or, or or providing you with you know with condemnation you know for your actions um and just that feeling of disappointment in myself being disgusted with myself um i think was the defining moment for me when i stepped out of that courtroom i said that is the last time that i ever want to experience something like that again and i i, I can no longer Play the woe is me card. Can no longer feel sorry for myself. I gotta, I gotta do it. So that's 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 my answer right there for sure. Uh, think what thinking about hard about it. Um, I don't know if there was one moment, but like the last 10, 15 times I drank, which towards the end was. Very few and far between because I would black, I would drink till I was blackout, blacked out. So I would kind of limit how much, how often I was drinking 
and then I'd end up making up for it when I started. So I'll, you know, wake up and feeling like, you know, not just crap from hangover, but like, who who do I have to apologize to? Why am I putting myself through these feelings where I know that I have to apologize to somebody for something that I did mm-hmm. um, the night before? Uh, and then being being in a serious relationship with Ashley and it was kind of, we're kind of in a rut, kind of just still going the same, same direction. Uh, my life was kind of in definitely in a rut. Um, I was not satisfied every day working. I kind of felt like, uh, my wheels were spinning. Uh, I just gotten done with line school, looking for a line job so that I could, have more of a career, more of a fulfilling job. And I wasn't really getting, getting any interviews. Uh, yeah, I just, the, the day that I woke up and I was like, no, you know, this is it. I went out with my two buddies in my hometown the night before. And, uh, I ended up ditching them to go party with some other people I'd never met before. And then I wake up the next morning and I can't keep anything down the entire day. And then, so then I end up going to sleep at my parents' house and I'm just throwing up all day, throwing up all night, mm-hmm. wake up the following day and I'm like, all right, this is it. It was my first two day hangover. And I finally in the morning was able to drink some water and uh eat some food and i was like that's got to be it if i want if i want my life to get better if i want to stop waking up and being like okay who do i have to apologize to and if i want to take my relationship out of this rut and actually have a solid relationship then alcohol is going to have to be done and right. so I just decided that's it. Uh, for real, I'm done. And I don't know what my buddy saw. He must have seen something that night because he took it serious. So I'm not exactly sure what it was, yeah. but um, just going into it, there's no way that I was going to have the serious kind of relationship that I wanted if alcohol was going to be a part of it. Right, man. It's it's just for us. I guess it's just feeling, you know, wanting to, f- you know, feeling wholesome. You know, wanting to, you know, our spirit, our mind, our soul, man. To we are the lucky ones to understand that there's something greater for us, and uh, and we're and we're pursuing it. Um, you knew that you had a bright future with with you know my sister, your wife. Um, and obviously I know that, you know, that wasn't me, you know, a smiley kid and then committing an act that it's like, what the hell happened? And it's like, whoa, no. Um, so it's, you know, we, I'm glad that, I'm glad that we're on this journey together. I really am. Me too. It, you know, makes it easier being able to just talk about it with someone. So, 
So there you go, Mark. <laughs> Hopefully that was a satisfying answer. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. It's awesome. So man. look look us up awesome. on uh, Twitter, at Untapped Keg. Look us up on Facebook, untappedkeg.com. Uh, you can email us. Send us your questions. Uh, we're on Reddit at Untapped Keg on there. If you just search it, you'll find our page. Um, Yeah, where can they find you, Monts? Oh, yeah. You guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28. Um, you find me on Instagram, MonteBall. Um, and yeah, like, like RJ said, message us with questions, reach out. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just like, like we always say, you know, we're here to help. We're here to share some of your guys' stories if you would like us to. Um, we're here just to create a healthy space um, area for everybody to just you know vent if need be sometimes that's sometimes that's all you need and it really to is. know that you're not alone mm. touche so thanks for everybody touché. for tuning in and uh please rate us on itunes give us five stars rate us on stitcher uh you know share it with your friends so Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.